podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Hello and welcome back to the Foot Weekly Podcast. Missed you last week. Well, you would have heard podcasts, but uh, they were not recorded last week. So it's great to bring you a live up-to-date episode, if you like. And we're talking content. We've got some fresh new content to get into. Uh, James is actually having a continued break because unfortunately uh, he's pretty much lost his voice. But um, we have plenty of interesting guests on this podcast. And I will start off by introducing, coming on at relatively short notice, unfortunately or unfortunately due to COVID at the moment, we have uh, the People's Champion, DJ FIFA player. Hiya, Ben. Thanks for the uh, last-minute invite. Happy to dive in as I'm stuck at home for a couple more days. Yeah, no, I mean, glad it's worked out, but I certainly wish you a speedy recovery. And Nate, the foot accountant, is also on this podcast. He hasn't been on for a bit. Mark Expert, of course. Hello, Nate. Welcome back. Howdy, Ben. It's great to be back. It has been quite a bit of a hiatus since I've been on, but Mm. uh, I'm glad to be back on a time that's coming in fifa that is very anticipated yeah and also a solid promo at the moment so there's a lot to talk about yeah certainly is i mean brand new to the game and uh, looking forward to chatting about that and looking forward to talking about it with a brand new guest on the podcast a very good player has gone 20 and 0 in finals and you may have caught him streaming it's Corey b welcome how are we doing what's going on guys i'm not too bad how are we all keeping yeah good and let's start off by Asking actually, because I was interested. You're an Arsenal fan, and uh, I was wondering, do you live somewhere near me in in northeast London? Then, so I don't actually. I live um, in Luton, so I'm, I'm technically supposed to be a hatter right now. Oh, okay. um, and the town aren't doing too badly. Could potentially be in the Prem, mm. but no. My um, my dad was an Arsenal fan for, from an early age, so I kind of inherited that, you know, um, and kind of continue to ride the mantle through the the Wenger era. And here we are, uh, struggling a little bit towards the back end of the season <laughs> but yeah still a joy to be an Arsenal fan in Laguna yeah yeah great and I mean for those who don't know UK geography Luton's like north of London isn't it I guess not north London but it's not yeah. that far it's not no like, yeah. like what 30 40 minutes out probably from yeah. London you get there if you're driving a bit quick so mm. not too far certainly feels a lot more justified than me having no connection to Manchester really and being a United <laughs> fan uh, living in London but I mean DJ may be similar a bit more justified perhaps uh, yeah as a United fan it all comes from my father's side he was born in Salford so uh, oh. Luckily, I was brought up a United fan, and uh, as a Midlands boy, uh, I'm closer than most. <laughs> yeah, well, I was actually born in Leicester, and my family are from Leicester, but uh, I don't know, just didn't end up doing that. I think my cousins supported United, um, which would have been an interesting, different experience supporting Leicester. But anyway, let us move into what we're talking about next, and that is pound for pound powerhouse before we get properly into foot captains could of course be some foot captains in there although as we had an enforced absence in terms of the pod last week may include some of the showdowns that have come out over the last week or two i guess and so maybe going to be a bit less stringent in terms of them being more recent but uh, we will as always start off with the listener nomination of the week and that is going to be from grog for end of an era defoe it's just the 85 rated squad for him and some of the stats are ridiculous uh, this is what grog says uh, it was only going to be one man for me 
Jermaine Defoe. Sunderland bias aside, he feels excellent. I benched Mindy Sabio to use him in playoffs and didn't notice much of a drop-off at all. The combination of his lean body type, height, 97 agility and balance makes him feel rapid in game. And with a hawk, he's basically maxed out pace and shooting stats. Outside foot trait being added, which his base card doesn't have, is a big plus. He's also weirdly effective in the air for a 5'7 player. Just go do him and make me smile every time I see a Sunderland player in your team. Yeah, he gave me a few problems over the weekend, to be honest. Uh, a good nomination to start off with. I know Davos, Boomhead, uh, Cordus Hawk, a couple of others went for Mark Noble, but I wonder whether a guest might bring that up. So I'll leave him out of it for now. All of these are going to get voted on on Twitter at FootWeeklyPod if you'd like to vote. Um, let's start off, get a guest nomination then. Uh, so, Corey, who are you going to go for here? The Defoe one is actually outrageous. Firstly, and I just want to say only because I was looking at the stats of the just his heading and jumping actually as well. And kind of Grog had mentioned that the Hawk usage, that card, I think probably for me stands out the most. If if I could mm. choose one that has kind of been and gone and my big regret, it has to be Raycurst. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if I've seen a card as fantastic that I didn't do and I have no idea why I didn't. But yeah, for me, Defoe is kind of hands down. Again, an Arsenal fan. Um, it's sad to see an ex-Spurs player uh, looking so good in, in FIFA. <laughs> but I think he, he's a problem and will be a problem for foot champ weekends to come. So who do you think you're going to go for then? Because obviously Defoe's <laughs> taken by a listener. I mean, where caused that would work. I guess nobody's gone for him and I'm saying you can expand it out a bit. So Yeah, I, I'm going to go with him only because I played this weekend's foot champs and I got dominated aerially, you know, on the ground. <laughs> I've never seen a big man turn so quick in my entire life yeah. it was like watching prime crouch um <laughs> in, in his finest moments like so yeah he he has been and will be a thorn on my side i think even as we progress into the team of season yeah that's good actually because a lot of people nominated him when they didn't know that, that wouldn't be a podcast covering pound for pound last week a lot of people nominated him so it's good to get him out there um and throw him in the mix right let's move on to dj um uh, yeah it's been a while so uh, have you got a good one for us so my pound for pounds i, I packed mark noble actually um un, uh untradeable uh, in one of the God, it was in a league sbc i think i was doing um uh, and he's uh, i've used him a little bit instead of um, moments Lam, who i've got on my team at the moment just as that second cdm I suppose the best thing I can say about Noble is I didn't notice the difference that much, which was really good in terms of that alarm card is fantastic. Very dynamic, really good. Uh, but Noble can sit in there and his passing range is excellent. Gets involved, physically feels a bit bigger than you'd expect as well. Um, mm. I thought him to be really diminutive, but actually quite a quite a solid lumper in there and gets involved. So that Noble card is really good. I got him, obviously got him as a freebie, as, a, as a, an untradeable, but uh, about 60k I think he is on PlayStation at the moment. Where is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's you know great value, especially when you know you compare him to the Fernandinho, where you're paying a few hundred thousand more to go and get a, a, C, a prem CDM four mm. four for Noble, three four for Fernandinho. You know, I just don't think it's worth spending hundreds of thousands for Fernandinho just because he's got that horrible City badge. Uh, instead, <laughs> let's go for an Eng let's go for the English. That's a United uh, fan right there, isn't it? Noble. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I was comparing the stats, and I know what you mean because. The price difference, and obviously, you know, you're locked in with Fernandinho. You can't really uh, sell him like you can Noble. And there were a couple of stats which I was looking at, and Fernandinho does look better. But for the price difference, I don't think it's quite worth it. Are you going to go for Noble then? Is that is that locked yeah, in? Yeah, I'll go for Noble. I'll go for Noble. I think it, I, I think he's a he's a good player to have. I love the fact that he's got a special card as well, and this is a promo that really works for players like Noble as well. It's a it's mm. a good it's a good uh, nod to a stalwart of a of a club um, and. 
you know what, if United aren't going to get fourth and it's starting to look that way, let's all get behind West Ham because, well, they're not Spurs or Arsenal, are they? Yeah, Corey there, <laughs> nodding along and then quickly shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Nate, the foot accountant. Now, you always tend to go for a little more of a trading option, I guess. Uh, who, who are you going to go for this week? Yeah, this one I'm not going to go too much trading-wise. I'm going to go for a player of the month, Joao Felix, because I just think that 23,000 coins for that card, even though there's other items that are that are better for that position. But, I mean, for that price, just having that card in the club untradeable as, you know, we have more objectives coming and we mm. have these league based friendly modes that they've been putting out like uh with like we had the Yarmolenko and the Tiago Mendez kind of like showdown versus each other we had that earlier in the year with uh was it Moses Simon as well mm. i remember those those two during fantasy foot so i think that Joao Felix card is just so easy to get done put it in your club with some duplicates this week if we have any upgrade packs and for 23,000 coins that level of a card with the five star skills pretty meta you look at his other cards like i know he's got the 89 numbers up but that's like 300,000 coins and it's really the pace is the only difference uh so mm. i think for 23k that's just that's just a bargain and a half yeah yeah, yeah that's a great shot let us move on to i guess a final suggestion from me and this is going to be someone that did also get a mention by a listener as well and i wanted to just give him a shout out for pointing him out because i'm not sure i would have necessarily gone for this had i not seen this but um but john Rahman was saying would royce count as a pound for pound at this stage he's 400k on ps at this stage of the game for a card of that level feels bonkers used him in weekend league this weekend and he was sensational for me as a cam in a 3-5-2 the link up play was great and he made so many brilliant late runs into the box use basic chem style as that gives a bit of extra sprint speed and the strength really helped he's a 97 rated cam with great links and all for well under 500k and uh, of course he also has the finesse shot trait and yeah it, it does just feel like for a player with his stats that 400k yes it's 400k that's expensive for pound for pound powerhouses but actually at this point in the cycle most people have been playing for a while probably have that kind of coinage and that just feels like the kind of player that you would actually be using and could you know star in your squad if you like and not a huge huge amount when you look at i don't know dina dale and, and people like that who are you know, many hundreds of k um talking of it's probably time to talk about foot captains overall we've obviously talked about quite a few of the players that have come out already but um yeah it's an interesting concept dj i think it's quite a fun one it's brand new not something we've seen in foot before and also a great excuse to give huge pace boosts because captain's often kind of slow well yes and i think uh, we're all fingers crossed that next week we get the fabled harry Maguire with the face uh, with the pace uh boost um <laughs> got uh, as, face, uh, doesn't he? as our great captain um i'm gonna put great in inverted commas at the <laughs> moment um but i have faith that he will return to the the player that we we all dream him to be uh, with a with a with a new lease of life and a new manager, hopefully next year. But yeah, I think um, again, it's it's a nice idea. I like the fact that it means you can go and revisit some uh, some classics, but also more importantly, bring in some players that we haven't seen much of uh, over the last couple of years. Say, so, I love mm. the idea of Noble in there uh, with his boost. We haven't seen the Dubois before. Hector's very rarely got a promo card. Mings having a promo card is good fun. I know we had one. Uh, we've seen a, an inform I think earlier this year, but 
that's good and obviously uh quags uh or the quagster mm. quagria uh, quagri quagliarella as well as being a bit of a di natale troll actually on his uh stands up to scrutiny by himself and uh he's always had some really good tots cards and other things uh, so it's good to see him in there so i like the concept um probably could have done without a ben Yedda, but uh we'll live with it <laughs> but uh, there's, there's some really interesting and some different items which is what we've been calling out for a lot of the time you know yeah, it, yeah. the repeat gets um the repeat items uh, it's sometimes frustrating um to see the same guys but actually they've gone and found some interesting ones and it doesn't seem to have turned people off the promo which is good mm. i like the fact we've got the heroes back in there again i feel it's a little shoehorned in under the captain inverted commas i'd never call freddie lumberg a classic captain but mm. i'm glad that they've gone and revisited them and brought some interesting stuff back to it yeah i think it's fair to say Nate, that you sort of although it's great and i'm enjoying it and i think it's good it does sort of feel like why couldn't they have done a separate heroes refresh and not worried about the captain's thing and then just focused on a captain's promo which didn't include the heroes players because actually as standalone events they would have been pretty good in themselves right um, but that's not to say this isn't good <laughs> if you like yeah no i totally see where you're coming from and i agree with it too especially if you know some of these heroes captains that are going to get released don't include some of the what we already know as mm. heroes like People talking about Ginola not getting another version or, you know, a couple of those other items might not have been premier captains or seen by EA as <laughs> captaining and enough to get mm. a hero captain's card. And so, yeah, I, th I think that I was hoping that they would upgrade the heroes kind of like an icon moments type way where they just release another better version of the card for all of them at a certain point. And it's, yeah, not really worked into a promo, but just kind of like released and then their impacts for the rest of the year, like yeah. icons are. But yeah, they kind of went about it this way, which is cool. And I like I like that they added the bio, the actual moment that that player is getting the upgrade for, which is kind of like the icon moments in, per se. So I, I do enjoy that part of it. And I think that the hero upgrades, it was something that I think was overdue on the game, but I had been looking forward to it for a long time. But I, I do like it. I, re I respect it. I like the league change. Like on Melito was cool. The stat boosts are great. They're doing skill move weak foot upgrades. So can't complain too much about that. But a little bit too late maybe. And also not going to receive all of the heroes as captains would be yeah. my two biggest complaints. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Corey? And, and any other players that you wanted to mention that we haven't so far? It, it's a nice promo because it allows us to promote those heroes to really usable cards. Like... The Di Natale one especially chucks it into the mix. You mm. man, um, mentioned Quagliarella uh, earlier. Actually, I, I packed him earlier this week and I looked at the card and I was like, wow, this card's actually really good. His price point wasn't mm. drastic, but actually I was like, this is a really usable card. I think timing is everything when we have our kind of foot promos throughout the course of the year. And, you know, you know with some of these foot heroes, you compare them to some of the objective cards and SBCs that we have come out, especially with the captains as well. And you look and say, is this really going to affect the dynamic of my team? Like I'm a gameplay guy first and foremost and foot champs is my bread and butter. So I'm always looking, is this player going to impact my team and and so often i guess with with some some promos i look at and i'm turned off by because of that lack of impact mm. so it's been nice to be able to look at some of these cards and go yes some of these guys will get into the team and to see that refresh for the heroes actually kind of the boosting stats they've got as well has been quite drastic you, we think about kind of the icon moments and it's normally maybe a, a couple of 
bumps up and not as drastic and we're kind of more in search for the dynamic moments image rather than the actual stat boost itself but yeah it, it is a nice promo i kind of i wanted maybe a little bit more and i'm hoping that uh team two will do a little bit more for me personally mm. but again maybe i should just get the Lum- lumberg and, and be quiet as an arsenal fan yeah, Lundberg, well, with all those heroes, they're really strong upgrades. I mean, Lundberg with some plus yeah. tens, a minimum plus sixes on most of the stats, and the five-star weak foot. It's a really good upgrade for, for him and for many of the others too. Gomez looks, well, well maybe you've got more hype if Wow hadn't come out and, and dominated that kind of big man role, but still looks yeah. decent. And it's nice to see the lead change for Melito, Di Natale with five-star skills. So I think they've done well in terms of that refresh. Um, timing, perhaps, you know, it could have come earlier almost, but still good. Yeah. And then with the other captains, players, I actually think some of them look very strong that we haven't talked about already. Like Koke, really good pivot option, I think, in the midfield. Yeah. I'm sure Japes will be thinking about him looking to upgrade his uh, La Liga players. And you've also uh, got Mings, who may be one of the better centre-backs in the Premier League if we're looking outside the Team of the Year players. In terms of other defenders, I've used the boy actually. He was really quite solid. was quite surprised by him. Quagliera is always a lot of fun and has all the shooting traits, four star, four star. So yeah, I like what they've done here. And just to bring it back to the heroes briefly, actually, Nate, uh, we've seen your countryman Dempsey here probably get the biggest upgrade of any of these. Looks really good and has had, what, plus 50 on his interceptions, something like that. Now at 91, possibly the highest rated USA player we've ever seen, I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe going back to like legends. Yeah, like the old Xbox legends. I don't know if like Landon Donovan or uh, Lalas were ever higher rated than Dempsey, but... I mean, that defensive boost, I, I have not used the card yet. I'm kind of waiting for him to drop off in price a little bit more, but I, I got to try him out because uh, that card looks, that's that's cracked. I'm excited for that one. Mm, yeah, also, you know, it could be fun when MLS team of the season comes around to link him up and yeah, only 200 odd K. Dempsey had a 92 rated uh, festival of football card in oh, FIFA yeah. 18. So, yeah. but the stats are nowhere near as good as this current <laughs> item. <laughs> that's a good spot, yeah nice for any usa football fans and we've had the world cup draw actually since the last podcast so um yeah nate we'll look forward to uh oh man i i'm so stoked for that game i think it's going to be actually the day after thanksgiving it's when it's scheduled on that black friday date usa england and Mm. yeah that's going to be twitter is going to be a riot i just can't (laughs) just i don't even care i mean obviously i would like the u.s to win but Having so many, like I love Harry Kane, right? Because I'm a Spurs fan. Mm. And seeing Harry Kane play against my USA squad is just going to be awesome. Mm. So I, I can't wait for that game. It's going to be incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. way it ends up going, but yeah. It's an interesting draw for England, isn't it? Because I, I tell you what, on paper, you take that draw every time, but every single one of those games has got something else mm. going on in the background. And Yeah, yeah. Because whether just... it's Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine, that's going to be... Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. spicy, isn't it? Yeah, and Iran, you know, you might as well write Radio 4 script for the next week <laughs> the Iran game coming up. You know, that yeah, would be completely dominated is. by all of that political tension. And mm-hmm. then you've got the US, which again, won't go quietly. And in the background, you've then got USA v Iran, which, you know, is always a nice, uh, easy game yeah, going yeah. on there as well. It's a... Uh, it's a pol- it's a political storm that whole that whole group. Whereas if you just took the uh, FIFA rankings, you know England have got an amazing draw. But I just yeah, think yeah. every game's got something else going on in it. That's yeah, not yeah. going to be straightforward. That's for sure. A lot of narrative involved. I mean, imagine it could have been Russia, Iran, England, and USA. That would have been quite something. Yeah. But anyway, it is going to be interesting to see what EA do around that time as well. Because of course they're going to have to do something. And 
I don't know what it will be because I don't think it's going to be a standalone mode, surely, because they're not going to just take people out of foot at that point in the cycle, you wouldn't have thought, or not traditional foot, yeah. I mean, not, not foot itself. What do you think, mate? What do you think they do? I've been trying to think and, you know, put that in the back of my mind, like what is FIFA 23 going to look like? Because that with the World Cup being in that time of the year, because of where it's being played and that's going to change the whole entire game. And I'm sure that they've been putting a lot of thought into it mm. and figuring out what they're going to do because, you know, they're going to have to plan ahead on that stuff way, way far mm. ahead. But yeah, I'm just so curious to see how they're going to do that because that's literally in prime time, first two months, FIFA. first three months yeah. of the game, you know, like. Don't we get, um, isn't there a break across all leagues for the for the World Cup at, mm. that, at that point as well, right? And I'm just thinking, be, yeah. Yeah. like how they structure it, because we've we've had in the past kind of World Cup modes and stuff like that, but it's it's been in the summer, so it can be at the times, you know, a little bit of an opportunity to do a promo that's separate. But like you said, it's prime time FIFA at that point where everyone's really getting into the game. But actually, do they have an opportunity to create a spin that's a little bit different um, that they could include mm. in kind of the normal game modes that we play? Um, but it has a narrative of the World Cup that goes on as well. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what they do and if they can come up with something that that will be approved by the the, the fan base and the community, mm. uh, but also fun to play as well. Oh, yeah. I'd love it if they mirrored the real world. So everyone's clubs pause and then you've got to go and build a national team. Yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> and do, do a promo where you release players to get those gaps in those national teams up to the, the power curve, wherever it is, focus on the gaps as opposed to the stars, and then release, release players based on performances during the World Cup so you can start to strengthen your national team around that as well. You know, just let's mirror it. Let's do something completely different mm. and actually have that sort of go and build your England team go and build your your French team go and build your Iranian team you know whichever one you want to go for yeah Corey what did you think of Part the Glory because I guess they could do that kind of thing couldn't they during the cycle instead and that could be something quite nice they could do I think it's just it's going to be interesting because if they decide to give us a kind of a I'll say a separate game mode or if they decide to give us just promo cards because that's mm. a difficulty that we're going to have you know if, if they generate those promo cards they're going to be stuck in that time frame of kind of that window ahead of Christmas so mm. is it just a release of players that are going to be used during this time period but as soon as we get another promo after the World Cup that's completely redundant like does that make that kind of a pointless endeavour so my hope is that they they look at creating something a little bit further afield um, and something that can be used whether it be like i don't know objective cards that are tied to weekly objectives or foot champs objectives spcs that can be potentially upgradable mm. so similar to like the road to the finals like you said the path to glory they would be something that would that would be exceptional i think for that moment of time but provide longevity as well and i think that's what a lot of us as like kind of gameplay fans really want um especially if you're going to kind mm. of put money into the game at that point or invest in untradeables as well mm. yeah yeah you're right well it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes and something we'll definitely be talking about in the future i'm sure for now we're going to take a break we're going to be back to talk about the market selling buying what is going to happen to these valuable players as we move towards team of the season and we're going to talk about a few other things to catch you just after the break so listener, while I'm often told that I'm blessed with a strong beard game, it means I know better than most that not all hair on your head is created equal. Very convenient then that Manscaped are turning their attention to our noses and ears, some of the hardest places to keep tidy. They've just released a new product, the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, and would like to offer you a discount. The waterproof trimmer offers proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs. It uses a premium 9000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system and is the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. And you'll get a replacement 
replaceable blade every three months to keep your hair removal clean and enjoyable. Free yourself from straggly hairs and clear those airways with Manscaped, who are very generously offering a great discount for pod listeners. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FOOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with the code FUT. Thank you very much to Manscaped for offering the discount, and let's get back into the pod. So just getting back into it, let's start briefly by talking about the Icon Moments SPCs that we've had, because there's been quite a bit out. There are the loans, which are sort of no-brainers in many ways that you can do. Um, but the SPCs themselves, which are for captains, uh, we started with Zanetti, seemed pretty reasonable. Schweinsteiger as well. Not so sure about Beresi and Raul, um, just because the curve, I think, has probably gone past them at this point. But I think Schweinsteiger is very interesting because he's a right mid. The chemistry options there are going to be very useful. And these are out for 14 weeks. So if you wanted one that would retain its usability to dump dupes into, I think Schweinsteiger is a very good one because uh, if you end up having too many attacking central players, you can use him and bring him into a midfield role or even a fullback. If you've got a really good fullback you want to put into midfield. We've also got the icon upgrade SBC and lots of things to craft fodder with so seems like a strong offering Nate. Yeah I I think my two biggest things with these icon moments SBCs are they're putting them out at reasonable prices nothing insane and yes we know that their prices are probably going to drop you know as we head through towards the end of the FIFA cycle but I like that they put them out for 90 days mm-hmm. so that you have plenty of time as we had in the team this season all the packs all the high rated cards it's going to end up being a lot easier than than we think to get those SBCs done uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, certainly. And I wanted to ask Corey and TJ about something else, actually, because we've had some interesting objectives out. And uh, the one for Stindle, who looks all right. I know he's a bit of a, a foot cult hero for some people. Um, and the mode that you do him in is actually a mode called uh, Chosen One, which is all one club. So your whole team has to be from one club, which is interesting and a bit different. And then we've also had an objective mode for packs as we've often had and this one is team of the week rare gold and current captain's items so yeah spicing it up a bit quite like that and i guess i should probably um, play japes for a bit and say well you know there's going to be a lot of friction there people may be put off because of the amount that they'd have to do in order to uh, get their club in order to do this but on the flip side Corey actually if you're someone who's been building your club side out throughout the cycle your Arsenal team for example uh, then you might just jump in there really and and have some fun. I think for for me it's it's the thing that we need a lot more of and earlier in the cycle because like one of the biggest Mm. things that we have I think you know all of us will open packs and you know uh, do player picks and stuff like that and are trying to hunt for the best cards in the game but what happens after foot champs or division rival wars or squad battles and you've opened a load of packs you've got a load of players like the first thing you're doing is considering whether or not I should just sell them and that's for I don't know probably about 85% of the cards that we have kind of in foot at the moment so when you consider something like that an objective where you've got to use a single club you can actually go okay actually I've got these Arsenal players let me keep this full squad because I can use this team and I can build up these special promo cards to be able to use this throughout the course of the game for different objectives so mm. I think kind of leaning into a little bit more of that earlier in the, the kind of season and setting the tone um, and, and kind of letting us know as a player base is something that's going to happen quite frequently and often allows us to really build up the club and not necessarily just chuck everything into icon packs like I currently do at the moment <laughs> but it, it would be nice to see more of and again just on the captain's cup one 
just quite nice to see the volume of packs come back from playing games. I think, you know, mm. we've been so content focused for, for a long time in, in foot, especially this year, that actually from the gameplay side, it would be nice to see them really kind of drive that going into next year's game, um, that actually you can play four packs and, and kind of get a return from the time spent playing the game as well. Yeah, yeah. No, great points. And uh, DJ, anything to add on these? Have you given them a go at all? Yeah, who am I to question jokes? But I would say with uh, him not being able to speak at the moment, then now's a good time if I am going to do it. Um, the one thing I, I try to say about all content is it's not all designed for everybody. Mm. You know, mm. sometimes if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I think it's all about what horses for courses and what floats your boat and, and what, what's right for you at the time. Uh, I really like the Captain's Cup because it's one of those short match uh, mm. formats as well. So mm. when, uh, you know, I want to dive on and just play for a quick 10 minutes uh, because, uh, you know, I know I've got to run off and do something else or I've got to be somewhere else or, you know, uh, I'm going to get in trouble if I hang around too long because I haven't cleared it with Mrs. DJ. Um, uh, it's nice being able to jump on and play those quick games. And I mm. quite like that about the Captain's Cup because it's that short format again. Quite clever as well as linking that, that uh, in-store Captain's Pack they released yesterday. The mm. 25k for a lone, uh, a lone um, captain, a lone hero captain, uh, and a plus 84, I think it was, uh, in the pack. So obviously, I, I threw some coins into that and got myself Di Natale, so I could give him a whirl in the uh, in the in, in the captain's cup. Good fun, just a yeah, it's quite relaxing, no stress. You know, you'll get to all the games eventually as long as you play your three pretty regularly. I completely agree um, on the, I quite like that longer term building a variety of squads, knowing that you're investing in them. Um, we do that. We've done that with Silver Stars a bit. I've not been as in into it this year, but I've still, you know, wanted to make sure I've maintained that squad. But again, you know, people like to build their past and present clubs or their club team as, as you get better promo items and knowing you're doing that for a reason would be really good. Similarly, maybe a national team and that could play into the World Cup theme. So, you know, knowing you're building that national team for use that will go on throughout the year. So you'll keep strengthening it. Um, I'm the same though in terms of throwing everything into into Icon SPCs now because um, the uh, yeah the reason to build up the league teams for example I used to do that all the time but because everyone GG's the um, online friendly is just no point now mm-hmm. only last forty minutes what's the point in keeping those squads for that so I'd rather these these modes were given some longevity to them so you actually committed and invested in more than just your first team mm-hmm. that'd be great because it builds on the squad building it builds on the value of promotions as well they don't always need to be the best player in the game for people to see some value if they add to your specific squads that's great mm. and talking of adding players to the squad I can transition us into market by saying and announcing officially the target on my road to glory which is really the only account I play I was to get hold of moments Ronaldinho and I bought him so he's in the club and how this relates to market is because I built up a lot of coins the most I've ever had on a foot account actually a combination of a bit of trading, although not too intense, maybe a casual trader's patron coming soon, but also <laughs> uh, you know, things like club management. I don't spend any coins on SBCs really at all, only untradeable players, things like that. And it seems to have worked out over time, but built up 10 million coins. He was selling for 7.5, was going to buy him, then thought, Do you know, what? I'll wait a week or so because I'm not going to play much this week with being away and things. And he went down 2 million over the course of that week, which was very, very handy and support him for 5.5 i'll talk more about him on the gameplay pod i guess if people will let me but uh, aside from that excitement it is crazy how much the market dropped over that time i know prime moments are a bit different because they're still in packs unlike a lot of special items but the dip has still been fairly significant we did call it on the pod and said you know people may want to consider selling up to high value items and i think yeah what i was wondering is where things are going to go from here we'll talk about that but first of all nate what are your thoughts 
on a team of the season timing maybe one two weeks even until team of the season yeah i think somewhere in that two week ish time frame like i think that uh especially since it's a two-week promo you would be coming to the end of foot captains on the 22nd mm. so sometime between then and the next week you know like before team of the year they had that uh team of the year warm-up promo which is kind of just like they released a bunch of packs did some objectives and sbcs and it was a quiet week before the actual big promo that was coming after that so i i could imagine maybe them doing something along those lines for team of the season as well but yeah a couple weeks away and i think a lot of that market drop that we saw basically a little over a week ago i mean about a week ago kind of happening last week some of that selling started before a lot of the news for foot captains was being leaked even i think it was a combination of just knowing what time of the year it was knowing how the market is this year and knowing that prices really hadn't dropped in a long time and we were kind of due for that mm. and also knowing that team of season drops the market a lot because of people selling cards and because of the cards that are released are incredible stats uh cheap very supplied uh, and, I, and i think combination of that and when we started having leaks four foot captains with upgraded heroes a lot of these leaked players that some some of them we have now with really good stats it just i think all of that combined together created a lot of hype and that drove emotions high and so that a lot of people started to sell and i think that's why you saw a lot of that selling was it was just driven off of the emotions and the hype and stuff like that yeah we've had quite a few players that are of a level that would compete during team of the season certainly and are very expensive like di natale for example i guess we'll get more on friday with team two yeah what my thought was is the dip for team of the season already priced in now because we have seen quite a drop off or do we expect things to go further once everyone yeah. gets excited by the 99 pace harry Maguire, which <laughs> we're expecting to see but you know what i mean Dave? where is this going to go uh, from here i know that's very hard to say but in terms of those more expensive players people are probably looking for for their teams yeah i think that we've had a large amount of our people selling teams on the game mm. For those that pay attention a lot to the content, for those that pay attention a lot to the market and stuff like that. So I feel like you've had your foot savvy players kind of selling those squads. Um, but you've seen some cards rebound back a little bit in price because once people sold last week, they're like, oh my goodness, there's still going to be, you know, two weeks of foot captain. So I'm going to go back and buy a few of those players and keep using them because yes, their prices are down a lot right now. They've dropped a bunch. I'm going to go and buy them back since they're cheaper play with them until we get closer to team of the season and then sell a little bit more again. So I know some people are also running fully untradeable teams right now. Mm. So I think that you probably see prices drop a little bit more, especially as we get official team of the season news, loading screen, voting for community team of the season, stuff like that. I think you'd see a little bit more of a drop, but I feel like right now, if, if you've sold your team, you know, you're probably going to stay mostly untradeable. We've had good SBCs with the showdowns, the mm -hmm. Defoe, you know, a decent amount of player SBCs that you can craft. And with just all of the great SBCs that we've had throughout the course of this game and in this since team of the year, a lot of people have very competitive, untradeable teams that they can go out and use mm -hmm. and not have to buy tradable players. So I think yeah. that that will kind of, the mark will be a little bit in limbo, you know, a few fluctuations here and there, dip down a little bit more before team of the season. And then 
it'll probably be crazy after that after team the season starts but <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be correct uh, yeah i was actually just gonna turn it around the core and say that the first team of the season is often the community team of the season which you know maybe isn't quite so strong but it certainly uh has a few players people like but then we get the premier league one and of course the way that it's worked in the past you get red picks which are team of the season yeah. players in your red picks and you're someone who's very focused on the gameplay champs things like that i'm guessing you're making sure your squad's pretty strong for that weekend and i guess people probably are going to buy back at that point yeah uh, to make sure that they've they can compete it's interesting actually that just thinking about what nate said people being untradeable i've been untradeable now since probably kind of not long after team of the year and just mm. i've just invested all in the icon packs and you know got lucky with moments hurlit fiera pele like my team i, I don't actually don't actually need to change it um so i'm waiting i'm that kind of guy waiting on team the season weekend league hasn't produced any like crazy coins for me over the last few kind of couple of months so, but when we get into that first premier league week you know everyone is back on because that's the moment where you know you can get fantastic red picks first and foremost but then your rewards from foot champs from rivals become worth something i think we've missed that a lot this year more than ever um mm. and i think something's tied to that i guess potentially with the change of the reward system that we had with the foot champs uh changes um but but the hope is very much so that people can put together some really good teams to go out and get some decent wins and and to get some some really good uh team of season rewards my, my concern i guess from from the other side is just it will we still have the same mentality of you know nine wins and dip or 11 and dip is it going to be a case if you could still mm. get fantastic rewards if you don't play as many foot champs games and will that take away from the experience of team the season that we have enjoyed so much over the last couple of years well i mean that's a really good point because dj of course you know it's not like people are having to push for that elite in weekend league that they had to before because now the red picks are very good for 11 wins right so there's not really the same motivation perhaps to be buying back that very very expensive player that's going to get you a few more wins because the rewards are not massively different and you know you aren't suddenly getting a team of the season player when you get to uh you know 20 what was it 23 wins in weekend league and maybe uh, dj i, I don't know I, in fact i'm now thinking are they going to be as generous as to give three team of the season players from the premier league i mean remember they did also didn't they dj they'd have a a couple of dud ones in there too right yeah you know we always liked it, it was the the dean henderson uh special that turned up in uh, the the premier yeah, league tots yeah, yeah. um or even mixing in um the lower league that's in there as well just to really weaken what's available mm. um yeah i think you'll see a bit of that i think um also uh it, it'll work two ways i think you know um will the standard go up because more people because the rewards are now actually attractive Mm-hmm. Um, the big, you know, we've got to a point now where let's be honest, people are dipping in, dipping out of weekend league. Some aren't bothering each week because they don't find it, yeah, not going to get the enjoyment from it because the rewards aren't that exciting. You know, I got my, I think I was 11 4 this week, did exactly that, get my 11 wins and out. And I, I got three red picks that were all 84 rated. And you're sort of like at this stage in the game, you know, the, it's not even fodder. It's just, you know, so it, it was almost, well, what was the point of that? For if you're just playing for rewards, then you're not going to be interested at all. You know, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if suddenly you know those red picks are going to start at 88, 89, and actually you've got a chance of uh, some some big uh, some big wins in there. Does that suddenly change the whole standard of who's playing uh, weekend league as well? And then mm. suddenly you are going to have to go out and strengthen your team. Yeah, no, it's a new era for champs and team of the season. So looking forward to see what they do. Also, it is worth noting actually that it definitely would be worth, and I think I mentioned this before, saving red picks for team of the season when they add 
the team of the season players into the pool of red picks, which they should do. They do tend to pop out of the 86 plus upgrade. And, you know, in the past, I've got a few out of that. So could be worth just holding on and completing that 86 plus player pick once a Premier League comes out. Uh, and then you've got a decent chance of those if you'd like them. Uh, Nate, I might give you this question just to wrap up. Maybe one more uh, from Neil D. He was asking with 300k, what can I do with those coins as we head towards team of the season to start building a bit of a coin total? He says he has no aptitude necessarily for trading. Yeah, any advice for that kind of budget? Honestly, if you think about where people are like actively buying and selling at the moment, it would be the SBC like fodder cards. I, I just try to think when, when a lot of people aren't buying as many cards for teams and especially on a, on a budget around 300K, you know, buying cards like 86s when they get down to about, you know, 13,000 coins on the weekend uh, and, and then going up on, let's say they release like a campaign bag player pick or an 85 plus times three, you know, some of those cards are fluctuating. All you need is like, you know, two to 3,000 coins of fluctuation. Mm. You get a card on a bid, you sell it for 3,000 coins more. You're making about like 2,500 coins after tax profit. You multiply that by like 20 cards. Mm. I know it's kind of like the dirty work, kind of grindy, but I mean, trading with those cards, trading with the out of pack specials with 300K, um, you kind of just have to put in a little bit of the dirty work, Mm. but it's it's doable. Like I, I always say this, that the second half of the year is always the easier half of the year to trade in. Mm. Um, I've found it, especially trading in the higher tier markets, like the past March was my best month of trading all year long. Mm. So I always find that to be a little bit easier. So there's ways to do it. You just yeah, put a little bit of a grind in, but what better time right before team of the to the season and all the great content's going to be put out then. So I totally understand the desire to want to raise that coin balance in the top left-hand corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, as always, we should plug your YouTube channel. It's a place where can find pretty much daily market updates and uh, tips and advice for for growing your coin total so uh, yeah head over there nate the foot accountant well the foot accountant on on youtube and there was actually a question about road to the final investments but i think he almost answers his own question here to be fair whether by saying are these cards too close to irrelevancy with team of the season and i kind of do think certainly he was mentioning taliso vardy i i just feel that they are probably going to get superseded too soon um, yeah, it's a good point. and while you know they'll still be have value it's not like they're going to go to discard or anything like that right i just can't see them necessarily being being safe unless you're someone who's really across this and really knows your stuff yeah i would say that for the, the general consensus with a lot of those are and as i kind of flip through prices i see that like road to the final gareth bale is up a lot even from where he was after the game last week as we head into this week's uh, second leg for a lot of this stuff, it's it's easiest just to, uh, you know, sell in the hype of the game and and kind of take those coins. Because again, even if sometimes the cards get upgraded and like you mentioned with Vardy, think about all the great strikers that we've gotten in the past, you know, couple of days. We had Defoe, which is just as good, if not right around the same as Vardy. So yes, there's still hype because the card is a little bit of a live item and has the potential to upgrade. But once it kind of reaches that upgrade you know, like the point of upgrade, then a lot of people have invested for that point and they start to sell. So mm. yeah, especially with team of the season on the horizon too, playing it safe with those cards is probably the better move in my opinion Yeah, um, yeah. for a lot sense. of them. 
Great. No, very good advice as always. And uh, thank you very much for coming on, Nate, and, and sharing your advice. And uh, again, encourage people to check out your YouTube and Twitch as well, of course, as well. Yeah, that'd be the place to be. Wherever you wherever you like to uh, consume your content for FIFA, just do uh, The Foot Accountant and you'll most likely find me. <laughs> Great. Yeah, and thank you very much, Nate, for coming on again. As always, appreciate being on. Great. And to DJ as well, you'll be on the gameplay uh, podcast too so great to have you on that one but thank you very much for for managing this podcast with the covid symptoms as well yeah fantastic now always good to be involved it's been a pleasant uh, a pleasant respite from uh, recovering from, uh, from from covid yeah and uh, also to Corey as well thank you very much for making your debut on the podcast um, it's been great to have you on and some great thoughts shared as well it's been an absolute pleasure guys uh, to hear the insight and again from the community as well um, I enjoyed talking about yeah. it and appreciate the pod as well. So big love. Yeah, and I know you'll be sharing some gameplay tips on the Supporter Gameplay podcast, which people can find. Uh, they can just search Support Foot Weekly, uh, support and find that episode when it's out later this week on Thursday. Um, but on your streams, there'll be plenty of insights, I'm sure, because as I said, very strong FIFA player. Um, where can people find that? Uh, pretty much everywhere these days, twitch.tv forward slash it's Corey B. Um, I'm on TikTok as well. We just hit the 50k mark. So it's Corey B on there. Um, and then the uh, YouTube endeavor uh, begins again. Um, it's Corey B. YT. Great. No, thank you very much again for coming on. And of course, to all you listeners for coming along, if you'd like to get podcasts directly into your podcast feed, then you can head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you might want to get your podcast from and subscribe, and you'll get an episode every week. Of course, if you'd like even more beyond that, then you can become a supporter. As I was mentioning, there's a gameplay pod for supporters later this week with loads of tips and advice. It's a great time to be a supporter and it's a great time to sign up because there's a 24,000 FIFA point giveaway going on on the Patreon, uh, which you can find directly by going to bit.ly slash podspring22. That's bit.ly slash podspring22. It's just £3 a month to support if you fancy it. And to all those supporters supporting on the various different tiers, a huge thank you for your support, making the podcast possible. And a huge thanks to those icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Dougie, Chris W, DJ FIFA player, Hugh J, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Dominic G, Adam HC, Adam R, Andy H, Mikhail L, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has 
its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.